Flash Brief, Echo Echo Whiskey. Welcome to our End Endless Wars Flash Brief. We will be brief. Today's End Endless War Brief is in honor of Army Staff Sergeant John Doles of Claremore, Oklahoma, who died September 30th, 2005. He was 29 years old. Staff Sergeant Doles was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 508th Infantry Regiment out of Vincenza, Italy. He was killed during patrol operations in Shah Wali, Afghanistan, when his unit was attacked by enemy forces using rocket-propelled grenades and small arms fire. I'm Ray Hoskins. And I'm John Burns. You know, Ray, the United States has actually waged four wars in the last 30 years or so since the election of Bill Clinton in 1992. Four wars. Man, it's, that's, that's crazy. Can, can, what were that? It's, it's been so long, it's hard to remember all of them. What, what, what were they? Well, I'd remind listeners that back in 1999, we were at war with Serbia over Kosovo, protecting the Kosovars, right? It was mostly prosecuted by air. There were a few forces on the ground, but it was modern war, according to its prosecutor, General Wesley Clark. Then, obviously, in 2001, everyone knows we, we invaded Afghanistan. In 2003, we invaded Iraq, and uh, we spent years in both of those countries dealing with counterinsurgencies and stability issues. And then in 2011, we went to war uh, in Libya to oust the Gaddafi regime, uh, another venture that really panned out well for us. So based on the principles of realism and restraint, which you and I have been talking about for several weeks now, how many of these wars have been necessary? I would say that the invasion of Afghanistan in the first couple of months was the only justified kind of war that we've got, right? It was the only one where we had direct interests in rooting out Al-Qaeda and punishing the Taliban who had uh, supported those guys who attacked us on September 11, 2001. The rest of them, I, I can't see or say how they had any positive impact on our democracy, on prosperity, on our national sovereignty, or any of the other issues that we, we posit are really the reason to go to war. Well, John, you and I are both in the military, and I know firsthand that the equipment that I, that I used was very expensive. So isn't it, doesn't it cost a lot of money to carry out these wars? It sure does. So take, for an example, the M1 Abrams tank. One of them costs about $8 million. And no one's ever won a war with just one tank. You know, uh, Kelly's heroes right. aside, not even an Abrams, right? Uh, right? As a matter of fact, in order to win a war, to prosecute a war, you need airplanes, tanks, helicopters, Humvees, guns, bullets, missiles, grenades, fuel, and of course, men and women, right? Um, resources. That, you know, you put all that stuff together, it's got to be ridiculously expensive. Well, the finest military in the history of the entire world doesn't come cheap. Right. And when you go ahead and use it, it costs even more money. Uh -huh. As we've talked about, uh, we've spent globally around the world on this global war on terror uh, over six trillion with a T dollars. And, you know, it's still going on. It doesn't seem to be coming to an end. You know, it just seems like the American people have gotten used to hearing these, these giant numbers. Back when I was in high school in the 80s, the word billion was shocking to me. But now we hear the word trillion, and it just, man, it just seems like it just rolls right off the tongue. You know, I, I think we would do well to look at these numbers and start considering what are the opportunity costs that are involved here. So, so, Ray, on behalf of those who went to high school in a decade where Milton Freeman wasn't everybody's hero, what, <laughs> what is an opportunity cost? <laughs> an opportunity cost is essentially what you miss out on by spending your money on one thing instead of the other thing that you could have spent it on. For instance, 
let's say, uh, you know, what could our country do with an extra $8 million if it didn't produce another Abrams tank? And what could it have done with that $6 trillion that we've already spent and quite frankly are continuing to spend? Does, that doesn't even take into account the opportunity costs that are involved around the, the loss of lives and, and the, the lives that are destroyed by our, uh, of our men and women in, uh, in these ongoing wars. Yeah, we could be doing better things with both our, our money and our manpower. And let's remember a lot of that money is borrowed, right? We could pay that $6 trillion back to our grandkids and our great-grandkids because they're going to be paying for this for years. Yeah, I agree. And again, that's why, that's why we're asking folks to help us put an end to these endless wars. John, how can they help us? Well, folks, if we have convinced you that the costs of this war and these ongoing and endless wars is just too high to sustain, please do us one favor. Go on your computer to endendlesswars.com and click on Tell Washington. And that's going to send a letter to two senators, one member of Congress, and the White House for every click. Do it today. Do it right now. For Concerned Veterans for America, I'm Ray Hoskins. Out. Do it today. Do it now. Tell a friend about this podcast. On behalf of Echo Echo Whiskey, I am John Burns. Out. <laughs>